1: From being sucked to hell through a toilet, to being chased by a woman running on her elbows, to blizzard women, Japan seems pretty terrifying. Today we'll discuss Japanese urban legends, covering no-holds-barred stories where you're often provided with a choice, but with either decision, you're probably fucked. I'm Mike. I'm Ian. And I'm Dave. If you thought American
2: urban legends were scary, stick around. Because these Japanese tales are downright terrifying. This is Necronomopod.
1: So it was recently brought to our attention that in the very first episode of Necronomopod, we used an outdated and insensitive term to question whether or not someone was intellectually disabled. It is not a term that we condone, nor a term you will ever hear us use again. We have since deleted the episode in question and will be recovering the topic in the coming weeks. So we have been talking and discussing here for a long while now. The
2: redoing the the Ed Gein episode is our first show. The quality was not great. We didn't really know what we were doing. We didn't think anyone would ever listen to the show. We were just getting (laughs) fucked up and and dicking around in the basement. Somehow it turned into something. So maybe this is just the uh, impetus we needed to redo it. And I'm fine with
1: that. It does seem like from someone from the outside uh, whenever I see like serial killer shirts or serial killer or whatever merchandise that's out there, old saggy baggy eye is always on it. And I don't know, what do we do? Like a 45 minute episode with shitty microphones. Like we're talking to like our fucking earbuds, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, doing
0: so I don't know. Hopefully people even enjoy remember, it. I remember how I did research for that. I, don't know. But I picked up a book and so
2: we're good didn't have our normal format. It was uh, yeah, flying by the seat of our pants, if you will.
1: So it'll be a good time. Yeah. There'll be some. What won't be a good time is the people who suffered at the hands of these urban legends we're going to get into tonight. Because <laughs> <laughs> there are
0: some fucked up stories here. This was supposed to be just a straight up urban legends episode. And I was reading through different stuff and it was coming across like your classic bloody mary right, the right. bunny man all that kind of shit and i mean it's all creepy but then i started getting into some japanese ones i'm like oh we should probably just do a full japanese one because these are actually really fucking creepy
2: they are really scary i was gonna ask did you brush up on any of your japanese pronunciations i tried in, in, to in advance
1: of, of this we'll
2: see
0: how it works yeah. out i tried we'll do it live it <laughs> okay. all right well,
2: arigato not thank you, Arigato. Arigato, like, I already got to get out the translation <laughs> for the Japanese.
0: <laughs> All well, of their uh, their urban legends, well, they're yokai. So, which yokai can either be um, like ghosts and spirits, but a mm. lot of them are like chimera type entities that are like a, a mishmash of animals mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. Um, But then, so then the yokai sometimes transfer over into um, like more modern day things. And that's where they become an urban legend. Ah. It's very interesting because the history
2: of Japan goes way back. Like we talk about our urban legends in this country. You know, we're a very new country. We don't really have that much history, but we're talking thousands and thousands and thousands of years of Japanese folklore and legends and traditions and just
0: stories, you know, handed down over the ages. that's what I mean with the yokai, like some of these, not necessarily these ones, but if you just like look into yokai in general, some of those are like thousands of years old. And Mm -hmm. it just, it becomes an urban legend, I guess, when it survives all that time and then translates Mm -hmm. over. Um, But very scary stuff. In all of the yokai are very scary. There's not really, even ones that are, I guess like a like a positive tale, you know, like there's a good lesson to be learned out of it. They're still fucking terrifying. And the artwork is super creepy.
2: I even found one I'm going to add at the end here that wasn't in yours. And that's the picture.
0: Yeah. That's terrifying. What
1: the, <laughs> what the baby doll. Yeah, there's All
2: right. no, there's no half
0: story. It's a, uh, that's full throttle on a lot of these. So the first one we're going to get into is Hanako-san or Toyorno Hanako translates to Hanako of the Toilet, is a relatively newer yokai, which started showing up in Japan around 1950. Essentially, Hanako-san is the Japanese version of Bloody Mary, but in this version, it's the ghost of a young girl that haunts a bathroom. Some retellings say that she was abused by her parents, and during this abuse, she was chased by her parents into a school bathroom and killed. Another version is that she committed suicide in the bathroom or that she died during one of the bombings of World War II. Like she was playing hide and seek using a bathroom stall as a hiding spot when one of the bombs hit the school. The part that's the same in all of these versions is that she haunts the third stall of the third floor bathroom of any building. So if there's not a third floor, I think you're good. You're good. Then? Yeah, that's pretty
2: specific.
1: In all fairness, if I have a few too many Bloody Marys, I will terrify some people in a bathroom. (laughs) I'm assuming this is for different reasons, but I do love a good Bloody Mary. I don't
0: think it's the same kind of Bloody Mary. I don't think so. (laughs) To summon her, a person needs to knock on the door of the third stall and ask Hanako-san, are you there? If she's there, she will respond, yes, I am. The stall door will open a bit, and if you poke your head in to look, Hanako will be there wearing a red skirt and with her hair done in a bun and will pull you through the toilet down into hell.
2: Hell yeah. God damn.
0: Uh, Straight uh, straight to hell. (laughs) (laughs) Another version says that you're in the bathroom alone. Um, Alone by
2: myself doing (laughs) things that one does alone. (laughs)
0: you might be unlucky enough to hear a little girl's voice. Ask if you want to be her friend. If you say yes, Hanako will come beneath the stall you're sitting in and pull you through the toilet to hell. If you say no, Hanako will just murder you with a knife. So, so either way, you can't win this there. game.
1: What the fuck?
0: That's a running theme with a lot of Japanese urban legends. Either way, you're done. <laughs> I learned that reading this outline. Like there's <laughs> not a way out. You want to get
1: knife to death or you want to go through the toilet to hell? There's one chick you might be able to confuse. We'll get to. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the right if you if you give the right. right response, that's, that's right. it. Not too that many. many is it. Not too many outs. We got nine stories. One excuse out. <laughs> Fucking pulled through a toilet to hell. You kidding me?
0: And the artwork on all of these online. Things, so good. Super creepy. Uh, keeping with the toilet theme, the legend of Akko Manto, which translates to red cloak, goes like this. While at school late in the evening, when no one else is there, besides maybe like a teacher doing late work or janitor cleaning, a student is hit with a sudden need to use the restroom. Like emergency, use the restroom.
2: Like bad oysters kind of use the restroom. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The closest restroom is one that all of the students avoid. Uh, It's kind of run down. It's not clean very often. And it's rumored to be haunted. Shit your pants
2: or face the ghost? That is the question. (laughs) I think you got to try, right?
0: Face the ghost. You
2: got to go. Wouldn't you rather just okay. shit your pants and I don't know, go home you know? sad and dirty than I mean, I that's the ghost? I guess I don't know. It's how
1: much you believe in it. Yeah. Like, if I'm sitting there, I'm going to be like, all right, it's terrifying, but I got to go. And then I'll probably get pulled to hell, I guess. <laughs> well, let's see where the story takes me. I'll just be home taking a shower and shit my pants, <laughs> but I'm not in toilet hell. Well, I'm choosing option A. I'm going to go poop in this toilet. Let's see what happens. Happy ending, I think.
0: So the student decides to use the restroom. And when they're done, they realize that there's no toilet paper. Then a raspy woman's voice asks, quote, Do you want red paper or blue paper? It's like Marge Simpson. <laughs> oh
2: raspy. Homer. I was like, do you want red paper?
1: Blue
0: paper. I was like, where's he going with this? Raspy. That's a pretty good uh, pretty good Marge. Homie?
2: Where's the white paper? <laughs> Yeah, white, red, or blue? No white paper.
0: I don't know. Mm. The student- a lot of matrix written all over it. Red pill, blue pill. That's what I thought of immediately. Yeah, yeah me too. <laughs> the student answers red paper, and without warning, they're violently stabbed to death. Sometime later, another student finds him or herself in the same situation, in need of a restroom immediately, and they know of rumors that a student died in that old rundown restroom, but they have no choice but to use it anyway. You can shit in your pants. I already (laughs) gave you a choice. Come on. Homer's just shit in your pants. Uh, So sure enough, the voice asked them red or blue paper and remembering the legend, this student says blue paper. Then all of a sudden the student's blood is sucked out of their body, leaving them dead and their skin just says, you know, dark blue color in some versions, instead of draining your blood blue paper, gets you strangled until your face turns blue. Sometimes answering red paper gets your skin peeled back so that it hangs off of your back. Like a red cape, which is like a play on the the actual name. I like all these variations, probably regional variations on how the story gets retold. It just gets real dark at the end with having your skin peeled off of you. That's good stuff there. I'm, I'm with you, though. I'd probably just shit myself yeah, you don't and go need to home. go in a You'll be all right. You'll
2: get old. You take a shower. You'll be okay. You go home, have your mama son clean you up. You don't need to go <laughs> face the ghost in the bathroom.
0: The next one is uh, Kuchisake Anna, which translates to slit-mouthed woman. And her name comes from the deep gashes on the corners of her mouth, running ear to ear in a smile.
2: There's a horror movie. It's called carved the slit mouth woman based on this. Oh really? Legend. Yeah. Is it good? I don't think I've ever seen it.
1: Is this where they got the inspiration for like the Joker?
0: I don't know. It sounds very similar. Very similar. Yeah. I mean, the artwork of how she looks is pretty much the same. Is that? Yeah. How the story goes is that a jealous samurai was married to a very beautiful, but vain woman. He believed that she had been cheating on him and attacked her, slitting her mouth from ear to ear, and said, quote, Who will find you beautiful now? The urban legend says that a ghostly-looking woman wearing a mask, usually a surgical mask, can be seen wandering around the streets at night. If you're unlucky enough to walk by her, she'll stop and ask, Am I beautiful? If you answer yes, she takes off the mask, revealing those big cuts on her face, and asks, Even now? If you answer no, then she'll slit your face with scissors to resemble her own. If you answer yes, she follows you home and murders you on the doorstep of your house. In some versions, if you say that you kind of find her beautiful or average, just kind of like so-so, it confuses her enough for you to run away, like gives you that split second Mm. chance.
2: You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if you say yes, she follows you home and kills you on your doorstep.
0: Yeah. It's kinda of rude. I wonder if at some point if you just stop walking, if she would just kill you right there. Mm. It's like, I know you're following me. It's gotta be Let's a do it. out. Do it. Get right? it over mm. with.
2: Yeah. There's not a lot of outs in some of these stories. A lot of damned if you do, damned if you don't
0: stuff. Some of the artwork too, it looks like um like those cuts on her mouth never healed. Like they're oh, always like open being bloody wounds. Yeah. I saw some pictures of like where um, it's like a woman like holding the mask away mm-hmm. and it's just like blood just dripping and the, the cuts are open. Yikes. The next one is techie techie. The name techie techie comes from the sound that this ghost makes. Um, other names are shaka shaka, kata, kata or koto koto. This is the ghost of a woman that has no lower half. So she runs using her elbows like army crawling. And the sound techie techie is her scythe or knife dragging across the ground as she pulls herself toward a victim. That
2: is absolutely terrifying.
0: <laughs> all right. So we all know that I smoke a lot of weed. We do know this. Yeah. So I, um, what? Since the last time we recorded, what? I bought a puppy and I've been taking him outside at night, like out in my front yard. And there's a skunk in our neighborhood. And I've seen it a couple times, like, you know, like way Mm. off across the street. And I'm like, come on, we got to get in the fucking house before we get skunked. After I was reading this one night, I was super high and I was out there. I'm like, what if that was like the techie techie across the street (laughs) and just comes flying towards me? I was creeping myself out.
1: I actually think this is the most terrifying one of the entire. Group tonight,
0: absolutely. Yeah. You
1: have to picture it where
2: they film it like the ring in in like two times speed, where yeah. it kind of has that weird movement where it's coming at you.
1: Except scarier because that cut- movie was not good. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It <laughs> wasn't a good movie.
2: <laughs> have you ever seen Ringu, the original Japanese version? I have not. Well, Do, would should. that make a difference though? Yes.
0: Okay. Do you think it would though? For real? No.
1: <laughs> Maybe I would like the first one or the, the the Japanese version, but the one I saw was not great. Japanese
2: horror movies are some of the greatest horror movies ever. There's such good stuff. But yeah, just picture that thing on its elbows coming at you and, and it's speed, where they cut half the frames out. And yeah, I don't love that.
0: <laughs> How the story goes is that shortly after World War II, a woman was raped by an American soldier. And later that night, she jumped off a bridge to the tracks below. As she laid there not dead yet, a train ran her over, cutting her in half. It was extremely cold that night, which caused her blood vessels to contract and prevented her from bleeding out. She crawled all the way to a train station, leaving behind her lower half, and was seen by an attendant. Instead of trying to help her, the attendant just covered her with a plastic tarp, resulting in her slowly suffocating.
2: Well, he was just trying to
0: keep her warm, probably. <laughs> yeah. It was probably a cold night. I don't know. It's
2: not fair. Maybe he didn't know what was happening.
0: According to the legend, three days after hearing this story, you will see the ghost of this woman with no lower half. The ghost will try to catch you, and escape is impossible, even if you're in a car, because she can crawl at speeds of 90 miles per hour. <laughs> Dude, come needed. on. <laughs> can you absurd. imagine? <laughs> Stop it. Can you imagine?
2: <laughs> that's like 24 times that is you terrifying think flying down the highway on its elbows
1: <laughs>
0: yeah like what if you were driving like not even on the highway like what if you're going like 45 right. and you it's, think you're going to get away it's pacing you Yeah.
1: at that point is it is it crawling and running or is it even like just flying almost like hovering no like the
2: elbows have to be moving really quick Yeah. so it's really super like, scary brrr. yeah Yeah. like it's just like
1: going it's a blur
0: hard. okay I'm scared to go to Japan. This is a scary one. (laughs) Some people say that she's searching for her legs and others say that she's just angry at people in general for not helping her when she was dying. And that she's just out to kill as many people as possible. Regardless, when she catches you, she'll tear you in half and steal the lower half of your body. What she do with it? Like super
2: glue it on her?
1: <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sound like she's yeah. using
2: it, right? Like, yeah. Is there a transplant operation going to take place <laughs> or what's, what's I mean, going on? She's, she's got a collection going.
1: <laughs> hoarding them in like her freezer and like someday <laughs> someone's going to sew this to me and I'm going to walk. That's right.
2: <laughs> I'm a real boy.
1: <laughs>
0: Another version is that three days after hearing her story, She'll ask you a riddle, either in a dream or in a phone call. The only way to survive is to answer her in this exact way. She'll ask you, do you need your legs? And you must reply, I need them right now. Then she'll ask you, who told you my story? And you must reply, Kashima Riko, which it's Ka is in mask, she is in death, Ma is in demon, Ri is in ghost, and Ko is in accident. It's a very rough Mm. translation this okay. is very specifically japanese okay um and so, if
1: you don't say that then she takes your legs yeah
0: you know who else so you the- got like three you have three days before you get this phone call from listening to me tell you the story
1: uh-oh
2: is this kind of like the ring yeah i bet ringu was based on a little bit based on this
1: so we just fucked our listeners over. Is that what we did?
0: Yeah, all of okay. them. Everybody's three fucked. Three Both of you guys. Everyone. How about that? Well, I would what are an- you going to do I now?
1: Answer these questions correctly. <laughs> I need them right now. Kashima <laughs> Got it.
2: You know who else is a demon that calls you sometimes? Hello, Excuse Mike. Me. This is uh <laughs> Mrs. <this is> Hildebrand. <laughs> Mrs. Hildebrand from the bank. She's a demon. She still She calls around. you. and If you don't call her back in three days, then she repossesses your house and murders. Exactly. Or she just she just calls you again.
1: Hello, I'm calling again. No, you don't die. She just continues to call on new messages. Slowly getting drunker and drunker at her house.
2: Mrs. Hildebrand, I'm trying to watch the ring.
1: <laughs> to the Hello,
2: Mike. Just, I you see just, you watching you the ring. Just uh,
1: killing herself to get away from her and her calls <laughs> It just works backwards on you. Would
2: you like to take out a home equity loan, <laughs> Mike?
0: The next one is Atsuki. They're ghosts of people who committed suicide by hanging, then haunt the living by attempting people to hang themselves.
2: They tried this on Mike, but he's like, no, I'm already well hung. I don't need you to do something. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, can't really. What are supposed to say? Yeah, that happened.
0: According to Japanese lore, the afterlife only has so much room. So in order to keep balance, a soul may leave to be reborn in the living world only when a new soul arrives to replace them.
2: So it's a zero-sum game for heaven. Yes. Only
0: so many in,
2: only so many out.
1: I like that way better.
2: And I don't like this, just... Uh,
1: open-ended oh, before stuff before you die just make your peace with god and oh, i love you jesus to oh you're in heaven you're you to be better than me motherfucker <laughs> be better than me that's not
2: unique right like jehovah's witnesses they think 144,000 people only go to heaven right yeah like i never understood belief
0: i never understood that whole limited thing.
2: capacity
0: yeah what if that's a really specific number that they say it's in, it's in the bible somewhere yeah Some there's cults that have used that. i remember yeah children of god yeah Berg, four thousand. his thing was like that they, they could pray super hard to pray the other people yeah. out to what make if, room because it's already got to be a capacity right well i mean you know, it's been a lot of people on this planet <laughs> <Yes>. One <rest laughs>
2: eight billion years so how, are you, know. how are you getting there Kind of full already, you know,
1: what, what if like every New Year's Day or New Year's Eve, even God release like like college football, like his top 500 <laughs> AP ratings of who's coming to heaven. <laughs> and like if you're one of those top 500 and you die in the next year, you're likely to get in. And if you're not in that top 500, you better do some Hail Marys mm. and pray and, you know, do the Lord's work to try to get in. But conversely, are there the bottom
2: 500 listing in heaven? People that are in danger of being supplanted and kicked out of heaven? I for, think that'd be fantastic. For those top
1: 500? I think that's a fantastic idea. Yeah. And I think we can make a reality TV show out like of this. <laughs> <laughs> cool Down Media Productions presents. <laughs> Biggest heavenly loser. Are you in heaven? Yeah. People get out. People get in. There's like a purgatory. But that's like only like maybe A hundred people you got, you can get into purgatory if you're, you know, in the bubble or if you're like in concussion protocol, we can't kick you out for that, but we'll put you in purgatory. Yeah. Hey, Bob, you fat fucking slob. You've been here in heaven for 40,000 years. You've done jack shit. Right. Like you suck on the heaven bocce team. Like get the fuck out of here. You've done nothing. You don't
2: contribute. You sit around and eat bonbons all day. You're going to hell. You're currently number two (laughs) on the list to be removed from heaven. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: But then, so I guess that's a good point. Do you go to hell then? Where do you go to get removed from
2: heaven? <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Do you go
1: to purgatory? Do you, do you get, go? Do you go to heaven hall of fame and mm. you stay there? Is like the old folks' home of heaven? Maybe you get reborn and come back to earth. It's oh, like forced a, to live life again. Toad, that's the worst.
0: Like a toad or something. Oh, <laughs> is heaven or is hell unlimited? Mm. it must be. Is right? there a cap on hell or no? Where would everyone else go? And the yeah. top
1: five hundred worst
0: get buck fucked by Hitler
1: and (laughs) Satan. Is that how it works down there? Like they have their own top
2: 500. And and little Nicky, it was the opposite. The devil went and and had to go, butt fuck Hitler as his daily punishment. Remember little Nicky? Well, I'm sure Hitler's still getting whatever he has come released
1: to to evil. (laughs) Hitler's still going to get what he has, but you know, Mm. someone's, eh, can the, can the devil do all that? I don't know. Can Satan, butt fuck 500 people. Everything revolves around logistics, Mike. So that's is a good question. We're just spitballing here.
2: Hmm. We should come up with our list of like the top top twenty five people scheduled to leave heaven next year.
1: Top twenty five scheduled on. to replace them. <laughs> that could be interesting. Because <laughs> the people in heaven, I mean, hmm. what are we going to base that on? Yeah, if you should be like, like, is Ernest Angely up there? And we're like, well, ah, no, no, you're number three on who should be removed. No, he's in the bad place. Come on. But that's what I'm saying. Like, then. So how do you determine who who is on that list? They, I mean, because once they're dead and gone, like, we don't know what they're doing up there. Well, we first would determine which
2: people would have went to heaven to begin with. And then we can say, well, they're probably pretty lazy.
0: and they're This is going to be really- the
1: biggest hypothetical <laughs> episode we've ever had. And we've talked about some mm, fucked up It's kind of like
0: we're turning into God at this point. Like, we're laying out a criteria of who should have been in heaven. Mm, well, that's kind of bad idea. <laughs> who better than
1: us to make such recommendations? <laughs> we just titled the episode, We Are God. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, Dale Earnhardt is the, the guy at <laughs> Pearly Gates. He's Peter, right? Like, he lets you in or out. He's in heaven. Well. Do you not see all those bumper stickers that have a three with a halo above it? Like, come on. That's science. Do people that can't drive real good get into heaven, though? I don't know. You're trying to say women can't get into heaven? <laughs> is that what you're trying to say, pal?
2: I think that's what you just said. That's not what I just said. I was making a NASCAR joke. You're I, making a massage I was just asking a question women
1: joke. Based on what you said.
0: <laughs> so the catch is in Japanese lore, <laughs> to keep balance, a soul may leave to be reborn into the living world. Only when a new soul arrives to replace them. So with that, the catch is which soul that gets reincarnated is determined how a living person dies. So Itzuki, who are ghosts of of, uh, people who have committed suicide by hanging, get tired of waiting for people to hang themselves and take their place in hell. So they haunt the living to drive them to suicide. They lurk in the shadows and call out to people when they're alone, telling them to kill themselves. You probably sing like Britney Spears and Creed songs (laughs) into your your ear.
1: I'll do anything Britney Spears asked me to do, pal.
0: (laughs) Most Izuki stories go like this A young man stops at a motel to stay the night. That night, he hears the voice of a young woman in the next room. Looking into the room, he sees a woman holding a noose and wrapping it around her neck. In the rafters where the rope is tied, a dark, shadowy figure is perched, telling the woman to kill herself. The man bursts into the room, cuts down the rope before she could kill herself. The spirit vanished, and the girl was saved. Afterwards, she has no recollection of what she was doing or why she was doing it. So that's like the general retelling of Mm the story. Kind of like Mike's Girlfriends. No recollection
1: recollection of what she was doing or why she was doing (laughs) it. I don't maintain
0: girlfriends, (laughs) but... A more detailed story is one evening a rich man held a banquet at his estate. His friend, who was supposed to help out with the banquet, didn't show up. The rich man waited, and eventually his friend finally showed up, way later than expected, saying, I'm sorry, but something came up. I just had to stop by to tell you I can't make it tonight. He turned to leave, but the rich man stopped him and demanded to know what was so important that he couldn't help out. Um, his friend said, I promised to hang myself from the Coochie Guy gate, and then his friend turned around to leave. The banquet guests thought that the rich man's friend had gone crazy, and they refused to let him leave, forced him to drink with them, and that made him eventually calm down. That's what usually happens. Just be forced to drink. and A couple of drinks and you, you <laughs> calm down a little bit. After his friend calmed down, the rich man demanded that his friend <laughs> explain what happened before he arrived. His friend said that the night was like a dream and he couldn't remember much. He had made his way to the Kuchigai gate when a shadowy figure approached him and said, hang yourself here and die. He was unable to resist, but he explained to the shadowy figure that he had plans for that night. He begged the ghost to let him go excuse himself from the banquet first. The ghost told him fine, but quickly return and kill yourself. (laughs) The rich man asked his friend if he still wanted to commit suicide to which his friend looked off into the distance and shook with fear. He mimicked the motion of wrapping a rope around his own neck and whispered, how scary, how scary. Mm.
1: It's the most polite party guest of all time.
0: Yeah, Shows up, tells you why he can't come, then leaves.
1: Puts off his own suicide that's being forced upon him by some outside presence just to say, so sorry, can't make it.
2: Also, the story referenced another one of your uh, college
0: nicknames, Coochie Guy. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. I had shirts made. (laughs) The next one is Murillo. Murillo are said to look like children around three years old with red or black skin, red eyes, long ears, and long hair. There are also versions, like the story we're going to talk about in a minute, where they disguise themselves as normal looking humans. They feed on the bodies of the dead, digging up graves. Sometimes they interrupt funerals using magic to distract everyone and then steal the corpse from their coffin while no one's looking. That's a good trick. David Copperfield (laughs) never does that shit. I like to see that.
1: Abracadabra. (laughs) Where's Grandma go? Where's Grandma? Go, 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 go.
0: (laughs) This is a reality show that needs to happen, right? What's that? David Copperfield doing magic so he could steal corpses. <laughs> I
1: mean it doesn't have to be Copperfield <laughs> okay. I would I would watch a show of someone doing magic like oh pick a card look over here you see this little dove poof they're gone
2: body's gone <laughs> David Blaine still around
1: right? Or that's the only other one I can Chris think Angel? of. Prince Angel? Oh yeah Are they considered magicians though or are they like uh, I don't know. I don't know what they're Illusionists considered. Yeah maybe that's it
0: we're Who was that, that one I you just said? What was like a Chris Angel. Yeah, he was like a kind of like a neckbeard magician, right? I don't know. Was he? I don't know, I don't know much about these people. I don't think so? No, <laughs> no, he wasn't like a. He's like a goth guy, right? Like was with he? the black hair? I thought he was all like cringy and.
1: Oh, they're all cringy. Well,
0: are all magicians cringy? Well, this yeah,
1: <laughs> magic's not real. I mean, these guys, these, as Deisa, these illusionists who are doing like these TV shows, like I'm going to, uh, you know, submerge myself in water for, for four days and you're going to watch me as I hang over the Vegas Strip.
0: Well, okay. Like Houdini was. Houdini was favorite.
1: cool. Like he was a badass, but mm-hmm. you know, and then he succumbed to his trickery.
2: Penn and Teller are, are pretty cool. They would kind of give away the illusion and tell how they did the tricks. I don't think a lot of magicians like them.
1: Look, I'm not. I can't see that's
0: breaking kayfabe in a real hard way, but
1: I'm not opposed to any of it. It's all cool. Well, but, 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 but just don't take (laughs) yourselves too seriously. It's entertainment. It's like, it's pro wrestling. Like, okay, we get it. Like it's entertaining to watch. We know it's not real.
2: You don't you mean David what? Copperfield didn't make
1: the Statue of Liberty disappear? Yeah. You know what? <laughs> hey, <laughs> that wasn't real. Entertain <laughs> us for a while, but let's not walk around like, you know, swing our dick like you're like the biggest <laughs> thing in the world. Like, you know, we get it. Like it's cool, it's entertaining. It's not real, pal. That's my thought. That's my thought. Like it's entertaining to watch all that stuff. It's fun to sit there and try to figure out how they're doing it, I suppose. But when you're, when you're walking around town acting like it's real and your shit doesn't stink, like motherfucker. Now I've lost interest in you and that's, you know, now you're a neckbeard to me.
0: There was a couple years ago. We've been doing the podcast when I, when I sent this, it was like a card trick. I sent you guys in a text thread I'm like this shit just blew my fucking mind, and then you responded back within five minutes and said exactly how it happened. I'm like, oh, fuck me then, I guess. <laughs> oh, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember that. that either. I'm like, I'm a fucking idiot.
1: <laughs> that's what a lot of that is, right? Like a yeah. sleight of hand and just you know a quick little thing. Well, they, it's, they it's dist- not a magic wand, Mike. So they I'm, distract I'm you over that. here, and then they yeah. they put something else. Look,
2: it takes skill to be able to do that sleight
0: of hand. It's not easy by any means that's better than the david copperfield fucking Statue of liberty yeah, like that's thing. just stupid what, <laughs> yeah, what are you like talking that. about or that
2: it made a 747 disappear yeah that, they, i remember they, that one that's yeah. just dumb you're an idiot it's not entertaining card tricks in front of you are pretty cool. Yeah, like that stuff's cool. Or the, yeah. th- those David Blaine specials where he would go in front of people and, and, and you know, like made himself look like he was levitating. And he's like put a fucking quarter through his hand. And yeah, shit. like
1: he did some cool shit. It's uh, yeah, I think it's all entertaining, but you, you take it all for what it is. Like, it's just that it's entertainment. Yeah. It's not real. It's fun to figure out how try to figure out how they're doing it. Like, I want to watch. Whoever it was, who was it that made the the 747 disappear? David Copperfield. And I want to watch all those people go, oh, my God. (laughs) Like, that's entertaining. But we're all sitting at home going, yeah, he didn't actually do that. And then and then it ends at 10 o'clock and the nightly news comes on and you move on with your life. Like if he actually did that, that'd be fucking breaking news around the world. This motherfucker just made a 747 disappear. But, you know, incidentally, he always gets it done right at 958 p.m. Just in time for them to go to the nightly news.
0: You know what played after that was the uh, the alien autopsy back in the 90s. Uh,
1: But that was real, though. But for real, that that was was real.
0: real. Art Bell did a couple shows on that being real. Like he thought that was a shoot.
1: Well, <laughs> I'm sure. Like there's he a, made you believe that was a shoot. <laughs> Art Bell knew
2: exactly what the fuck he was doing. I'm sure there's a Mike Chicatillo at home somewhere going,
1: "Oh, where'd the fucking plane go? <laughs> <laughs> this guy's a fucking genius." <laughs> I mean, that's why they keep showing them, right? I mean, there's got to be a market out there for that. Yeah, someone's watching it. But I do agree. Like the the simple stuff. The sleight of hand stuff is what is the cool stuff. It takes some skill, it's dexterity and dexterity. Because you're wearing, yeah, sure, hell yeah, it's a lot of practice. Of
0: yeah,
1: that's yeah, cool. Yeah, I knew a guy in college who who used to be able to do like the sleight of hand stuff with card tricks. Mm-hmm. It was fascinating to watch him mm-hmm. because you, like he was really good at it, and you'd be like, oh no, he's got it over here, and I'd be like, no, he'd fucking pull it out from across the room. You're like, how the fuck did you do that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, super cool. So I don't know. I was drunk half the time, though. So who knows? Maybe I put maybe I put that card in my asshole, and that's how he pulled it out. <laughs> I don't know.
2: I'm sure he did. And to be fair, I thought this Maury O story was about Mike getting Mike Chikatilo getting a paternity test on, on, on Maury. So. Jesus. Mike Chickatillo, you are not the father,
1: Maury O. Oh! He's just doing all my bits. He's just doing all my bits tonight. <laughs> Maury, oh, that's he retired. A he should be a Japanese urban legend himself. Maury probably. <laughs> both him.
0: That's a dream I'll never get to live out. Now he retired. Going on Maury, I always wanted to be like do the live audience like be in the <laughs> audience. I always
1: wanted to go on Jerry Springer. I never mm. got a
0: chance to. So Jerry
1: was out of Chicago, right? Where was Maury?
0: Connecticut. Connecticut, really. Yeah. They always said it at the end, like, if you want a like, like head like up Stanford where all those places <laughs> yeah. are. Yeah.
2: What do you mean those places? Pal? <laughs> you know exactly what I mean, pal.
1: <laughs> like, oh, if you're touring in New York city and you just want to do something else, <laughs> an hour out of the city, <laughs> come on up here. <laughs> because why else would you be in fucking Connecticut?
0: <laughs> so the Maria steal corpses when nobody's looking after doing their magic. Um, this bit I actually found really, really interesting. Morio are afraid of oak trees and tigers. So in ancient Japan, it was common to plant oak trees in graveyards and to decorate roads leading into and out of graveyards with stone tigers. Mm. I just find it interesting when these types of things have like real world consequences where people actually do things like that.
2: Yeah. I agree. That was That's cool. That's a chicken and the egg kind of thing. Like did the story arise because there are a lot of oak trees and stone tigers and cemeteries. So then right, yeah. came up with that or like, what's the or the origin stories of those
0: things are really interesting. It's interesting if yeah. you can dig back that far. I agree. One popular story tells of a government official named Shibata who had a very loyal servant who one evening out of the blue told Shabata that he would be leaving his service. When asked why the man replied that he was not actually human but a morio in disguise and it was now his turn to steal corpses. So the next day he would have to travel to a nearby village and do his duty as a morio. Sure enough, the next day the servant had vanished. And at the same time in the village, he had mentioned dark clouds suddenly covered a funeral service. When the clouds cleared away, the body was missing from the coffin. Mm. Dark stuff in these stories. Oiwa's story is based on real life events. And from what I was reading, there's like three core Japanese ghost stories that circulate, you know, have kind of circulated throughout history over there.
2: That In, are the basis of all these things? They that all are, originate?
0: It's like three like really core ghost okay. stories that everybody knows over there. And Oiwa is one of them.
1: Do we have that here? I don't A core we, ghost story? Like we have like, Bloody Mary, maybe. It's not a ghost story. It's an urban legend type. But do we have something like that? I'm, I'm just off the cuff. I'm just wondering, like, do we have stuff like that? I don't think we do. Really, right?
0: Not that I can think of.
1: There's a, f- a handful of the standard urban legends, but not everything that happens over here that could be cryptic. We just, you know, attribute to God, right? Like we're just like, oh, it's God. Oh yeah, <laughs> Jesus, to <laughs> yeah. All right. That's how it works. <laughs> yeah. God works in mysterious ways. Mm. That's why that girl's head just twisted around 360 (laughs) degrees. It's God's will. (laughs) Like, would you consider? (laughs) (laughs) Like, would you
2: consider the legend of Sleepy Hollow? Like stuff like that from back in the 1800s? Uh,
1: Maybe so. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah.
2: I guess it depends how you look at it.
1: I guess that'd be a top fiver, right? Like, we don't have much. It's gotta (laughs) be.
2: You know, we have a limited history, though. It's just a young place we don't so so
1: you're saying give us time yeah we don't have a lot of history all right we'll come up with stuff (laughs) maybe we should start one it's like ghost story slowly put it out there like you know what do you got well, I don't want to give well, it away. I now. Think, well, well, no. it. well, cafe, motherfucker. <laughs> we're gonna, we're not gonna give it away here. We're gonna, we're gonna take something and we're gonna put it in like the the water system and just let it let it go out there. There's a lot of Civil War ghost stories, right? That's a ton of
0: that. That kind of stuff. I've but been, I just I've meant been on like the Gettysburg not... ghost tours and, but like a single story, that a single origin story that right. branches out. That just or like. That a ghost story that everybody knows,
1: or I just mean like an urban legend in this in our country. And like I said, Bloody Mary might be the the biggest one. That could like be. Like when yeah. I was a kid, it was always you get in the bathroom, you close the door, you say Bloody Mary five times, and she's gonna appear. Yeah. Spoiler alert, didn't work. <laughs> but it was still that. I don't know what else we might have. I'm sure there's other things out there, but you know like if you live on the east coast you go to like a wawa and you eat something and you just pray you don't get the shits after (laughs) because it's trash that's probably a thing i would imagine mike's a sheets guy no wawa right yeah exactly (laughs) you're you're born in the west coast and you just automatically think in and out is the greatest thing that's ever existed and you you know eat the souls of everybody who thinks otherwise that's probably a thing right
0: sounds spooky
1: (laughs) <laughs> oh, something.
0: So, how this story goes is uh, Oiwa was a beautiful woman married to a samurai named Tamia Lemon. It was not a happy marriage, and Lemon was not a great guy. He was abusive and a thief. One day, Oiwa decided to leave her husband and return to her family home. Lemon followed her and was stopped by Oiwa's father. Oiwa's father knew how Lemon was, that he had stolen money from his job, and he demanded that Lemon divorce Oiwa. Lemon drew his sword and murdered Oiwa's father. Lemon then returned to Oiwa and told her that a stranger had killed her father on the road, and he begged her to take him back and promised that he would avenge her father's murder. Later on, Oiwa became pregnant and gave birth to a son. She got sick after giving birth and lemon grew resentful of her next to their home lived a rich doctor named ito kiai he had a beautiful granddaughter named umi umi was attracted to lemon and wanted to marry him the doctor loved his granddaughter and decided to help her marry lemon he prescribed an ointment for oiwa to help her recover from her sickness but in reality it was a poison which disfigured her face Seeing Oiwa's face, Lemon's resentment just straight up turned into hatred. Afterwards, Dr. Ito suggested that Lemon divorce Oiwa and marry his granddaughter instead. If he were to marry Umi, all of the wealth of the Ito family could be Lemon's to inherit. Lemon began pawning Oiwa's possessions, her kimono, her clothes, even their son's clothes, to have enough to marry Umi. Because he needed a legitimate reason to divorce his wife, Lemon hired his friend, Takawetsu, to rape Oiwa so that he could accuse her of infidelity. When Lemon was out of the house, Takuetsu broke in and approached Oiwa. Upon seeing her face, he decided to not go through with Lemon's plan. Instead, he explained Lemon's plan to Oiwa and then showed her a mirror. Oiwa didn't know what the ointment had done to her face. When she saw her reflection, she was horrified and tried to cover her face by brushing her hair over it, but when she touched her hair, it fell out in large bloody clumps. Bloody clumps. Hmm. Not my favorite phrase, bloody clumps. (laughs) Not (laughs) Not in my top five either, pal. Hmm. Oywa then grabbed a nearby sword and slit her own throat. As Oywa lay on the floor bleeding to death, she repeatedly cursed Lemon's name until she died. Oywa's body was discovered by Lemon's servant, Kohai. When Kohai told Lemon... Instead of being upset, Lemon was happy. Kohei became suspicious of Lemon, but before he could do anything, Lemon murdered Kohoi. He nailed Kohoi's and Oiwa's bodies to a door and pushed the door down a river. Afterwards, he made up a lie that Kohoi and Oiwa had been sleeping together and he was finally free to marry Umi. On his wedding night to Umi, Lemon had trouble sleeping. He rolled over in bed and saw right next to his face Oiwa's ghost. He grabbed his sword and swung at the ghost. And in that moment, Oiwa's face faded away and Lemon saw that he had actually killed Umi. And now she was laying dead on the floor. Lemon ran next door for Dr. Ito's help. But when he got to the house, he was confronted by the ghost of his murdered servant, Kohai. Once again, Lemon swung his sword, but the ghost faded away and he saw Dr. Ito's dead body laying on the floor. Afterwards, Lemon ran away into the night but Oiwa's ghost chased him. Everywhere he went, Oiwa's ghost was there. Eventually Lemon ran into the mountains where he hid in an isolated cabin, but Oiwa followed him there too. No longer to tell what was real and what was not, Lemon committed suicide. The way the story's is told is really creepy. It's like there's lanterns lit up along like the path where he's running and stuff, and every lantern turns into her face, oh, like cursing man. him
1: what you
2: get lemon
1: it's a fucked up depressing story by the way just like to yes. go on record for that <laughs> it's not great no
0: <laughs> so the real Oiwa died in 1636 and there have been numerous attempts to appease her spirit a small shrine and a temple dedicated to her were built on the ruins of her family's house in Yotsuwa. after a fire destroyed the shrine in 1879 Oiwa shrine was moved to another part of tokyo the shrine was again destroyed in the fire bombings of World War II. After the war, her new shrine, um, as well as the original location in Yotsua, were both rebuilt. There's a gravestone in Shigamo, Tokyo that's widely believed to be Oiwa's actual grave. And people go there mm. and try to, like, you know, make amends with her and appease uh, her spirit. It's interesting. This one actually appears to be based on historical. Real person. And there were physical, like like I said, they're physical locations. I'm going to have to check this place out when I'm in Tokyo. All
1: right, you let us know. Do an investigatory. I will do that. Dave's doing an, an, an investigatory. Finally, he gets to go to a cemetery and search around for hours. I will take <laughs> pictures. I will dig her up if necessary. Oh, well, well. We didn't ask that, though. Oh. Took yeah, a turn. I'd like to go on record and say we did not ask Dave to dig up any bodies. Anybody he digs up and fucks, he did on his own accord. <laughs> no, we no did not ask him like that. to do that. We know where you were going, pal. Just saying. Dave over there. <laughs> Necrophilia Mike over there. How about that? I have no track record of digging up bodies. And I've spent many a time because of this show in a cemetery and not fucking your uh, corpses. <laughs> mm, I'm skeptical. Let the record show. Ian over here sitting on his high horse and his Brett, the Hitman man <laughs> acting Like he's better than both of us, which I'm going to be honest. He's one of those shorts. He probably is, but
0: <laughs> big fan of these shorts. They're awesome. I think I like them more than the Shawn Michaels ones. They're pretty sweet.
1: Yeah. I need some razor Ramon ones. though. those are my next uh, bucket list items.
0: We'll have to take another picture.
1: Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> you wear Bret Hart, I wear Razor, and we'll do like the Rumble 93 outfits, and you can put me in the sharpshooter. All right. take the photo. Uh, I'll be all right. <laughs> Sounds great. Like, yeah, yeah call me in. Mm, fucking losers. Maybe someday you'll do a sex. <laughs> it's
0: like the Virgin Hour podcast. <laughs> the last one is um, Yuki Ana. Yukiana are entities that portray themselves as beautiful women and prey on travelers lost in heavy snowstorms. They feed on life force, sucking it from humans' mouths with icy breath that freezes their victims solid. There's two popular stories regarding Yukiana. Uh, the first one an elderly man owned a motel on a mountain trail with his wife. One snowy night, the motel was visited by a young lady traveling alone. She warmed herself by a fire and ate with the elderly man and his wife. She was charming and extremely beautiful, so it was even more of a surprise when in the middle of the night, during a blizzard, she stood up and said that she was leaving. The elderly man begged her not to go outside and took her hand to hold her back. It was as cold as ice, and touching it sucked all the warmth from his body. At that point, her entire body turned into an icy mist, and she shot up the chimney out into the night. The second one, um, a long time ago, there lived two woodcutters, Minakachi and Misaku. Minakuchi was young, and Misaku was very old. One winter day, they could not come back home because of a snowstorm. They found a hut in the mountain and decided to sleep there. On this particular evening, Manachi woke up and found a beautiful lady with white clothes. She breathed onto Misaku and was frozen to death. She then approached Minakichi and breathed on him, but stared at him for a while and said, I thought I was going to kill you, the same as that old man, but I will not because you are young and beautiful. You must not tell anyone about this incident. If you tell anyone about me, I will kill you. Several years later, Minakichi met a beautiful young lady named Oyuki and married her. Minakichi and Oyuki had several children and they lived happily for many years and mysteriously she did not age one night after their kids were asleep Manakichi said to Oyuki whenever I see you I am reminded of a mysterious incident that happened to me when I was young I met a beautiful young lady like you I do not know whether it was a dream or if she was a Yukiana after finishing his story Oyuki suddenly stood up and said that woman you met was me I told you that I would kill you if you ever told anyone about that incident However, I can't kill you because of our children. Take care of our children. And then she melted and disappeared, and no one ever saw her again. Wow. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> so that seems fun. It's a Dave. fun start to the Halloween uh, season. Oh, oh, yeah.
1: Dave had one for us, I forgot. I do have one oh, more, yeah. I like Dad, when I was looking around and stuff. See, he he puts effort into this. He actually <laughs> does for his own research. I'm just like, oh, here's what he even gave me. I'll read it two minutes before we go live. <laughs> Fuck it. We'll
2: do it live. <laughs> Sounds about right.
1: We'll do it live. Fuck it. <laughs> Thanks, Bill. Do it live. Get uh Declan, get him a check.
2: <laughs> get his flight. He's gotta get out of here by eleven thirty. <laughs> so this one's called the Sankai and the Kekai. And this What'd is- you
1: call me, motherfucker? <laughs>
2: So the Senkai and Kekai are demons. These are stories that are told to ward off mothers from negligent child care. Women are told stories of birthing a Senkai demon or an entity that resembles nothing that is homo sapien. (laughs) No, this does not resemble a homo sapien. Good Lord. Senkai can be anything from creatures to monsters and complete abomination, both grotesque and violent in nature kekai are the worst variety of senkai, according to mythology. A kekai is a meatloaf-sized lump of flesh, blood, and hair that would be born on the rarest of occasions. The kekai would then scamper away from the hospital back to the mother's house, where it would bury itself underneath the foundation of the home and await a time and day before it emerges once again to kill its maternal parent. Why is Dude, everything so scary What is the
1: fucking <laughs> Christ? Can we give them some hobbies, please?
2: So they birth this f- meatloaf <laughs> lump of flesh and blood and hair, and it crawls to your house and buries itself, and then later it's going to dig itself out and kill its mother.
1: Look, who I, came up I with would that? do anything for love, but I won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked
2: up. That's fucking wild. So I just wanted to add that one. I thought it was good. This is why they make better movies than us, right? They make the best horror movies. Yeah, this is why. Japanese horror is so great. No
1: fucks given. They're like, oh, you enjoy meatloaf as a food? We're going to ruin that for you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I feel like Japan does everything better.
2: Everything.
1: Wow. Food,
0: art, movies, mangas. Everything. Even Japanese metal bands are really fucking good. <laughs> I don't need to know what they're saying. All right.
1: You sound like Dave Meltzer over here. Give, me
0: an <laughs> Give all of them five.
1: If you've ever watched
2: stars. a Japanese horror movie, I would invite you to uh, to do so.
1: I think maybe I can post my
2: list of top five Japanese horror movies. Maybe people, I think people would out. like that.
1: It's it's Halloween, right? You should be posting that stuff. I think I will. Yeah. I think Japanese would, horror is great. Ian, you should post a list, too. Of okay. Your best, your favorite Halloween or horror movies. I don't watch movies, so my list would probably be mostly Halloween. Like, literally, <laughs> the Halloween <laughs> franchise, um, which we'll get into later this month. Patreon.com slash Necronom pod $10 tier. We're going to break down the entire fucking franchise. Um, All of it. The originals, the remakes, the sequels, even Buster Rhymes and uh,
0: LL Cool J. That's It's so fucking much. I, I really rough. like those those ones. <laughs> They're
1: okay. We'll, we'll I think see. I
0: just like it because Buster Rhymes. <laughs> <Buster Rams laughs> really cool.
1: Set up his reality TV. There's <laughs> <or his> webcams <laughs> for the show. Uh, um, anyways, we'll get to that. Um, yeah, you guys should post some lists. Like, must watch this October. Post it. Okay. Or maybe we'll, we'll just get together and we'll put together our own top five list. How about that? Is that easier? you want to do your own top five horror movies to watch and the uh... top five october movies to watch sure that way you know it doesn't necessarily have to fit we give ourselves some leeway but but it can all fit the halloween theme yeah i like it all right we'll post that where are we going to post that <laughs> <I don't laughs> on the socials we'll post on the bathroom <laughs> wall probably <Yeah. laughs> It right. to be in our bathroom. So you if you're listening it. to this, ask your mom when she's getting banged out in the truck stop, <laughs> bathroom, stall. The list will be up there. She'll have her take a photo of it on her Android, probably. Once and, she hits her uh, meth pipe and when she's blowing the meth smoke she out, she needs to take a picture. Yeah. <laughs> or your dad. Or your dad, if he's taking it in the ass in a truck stop bathroom and he happens to see our top five list posted there on the stall. Next to the Hardee's. <laughs> I recommend the double cheeseburger. <laughs> the Hardee's. <laughs> if you're in the south, it's Carl's, I think, Junior, Carl's. That sounds right. Yeah, It's the same place, I think. Anything well, else? This is a good fun, fun show, I right? Love,
0: I love stuff like this. Japanese stuff is so fucking cool.
1: It's some creepy stuff.
0: Yeah. The techie techie one is very creepy.
1: That's... My, in my opinion, that's my favorite one of this yeah, group.
0: That's really neat. Yeah. It creeps me out for real in life because I was
1: neat is not the word I would <laughs> use.
0: Horrifying is a word. <laughs> there's tons more too. Like this is, oh, you know, yeah.
1: this is short list. There's tons of them. Uh, I do like this. This this was a good show. I like this creepiness of of these stories. They got it right. Like we said, we couldn't come up with what more than one Sleepy Hollow. Was like ours. <laughs> <laughs> We're like uh, Sleepy yeah, Hollow. I don't know.
2: There's that. There's that urban legend of like the girl and her boyfriend get stuck in the car, and he goes to try to get help, right? And like the branch is hitting the car in the morning, and he's dead on the
1: roof or something. I don't know that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I just. I mean, I know there's a, there's we have all kinds of stuff, yeah. but like,
0: what's I was saying? I'm like, I saw the Bunny Man and. um uh, melon heads popped up. We covered that on melon Patreon. Heads, yeah. and, you know, like all that stuff was popping up, but then started reading about tacky, tacky, and the Slipmouth mouth woman. I'm like, oh well, yeah, we're just going to do a woman we're just going to do a Japanese too. show yeah, exactly.
1: Had the Batman, um the whole Joker thing, not done the slip mouth and kind of portrayed it for you on the big screen. That probably would be my most terrifying one tonight. But it kind yeah. of, I think if. It got a little diluted, uh, diluted, yeah, overplayed. So techie sure. techie is is number one. But both of those are terrifying.
0: Very creepy.
1: I also wonder, like, you know, like it said, like the uh, the slip mouth, like she would wear like a, a surgical mask. Yeah. But in, like in Japan, even before COVID, a lot of people over there wore masks. Sure. And then now post COVID, how do you know? How do you know who slit? Uh,
0: that's They're all makes, wearing fucking masks. You don't know, do you? That's what makes her creepy. A lot of those, like the more, uh, the more modern retellings of it. That's like the whole theme. It's like this attractive woman. It's like you know. see like pretty eyes, yeah, like pretty cheekbones, and you're like, oh, she's cute. Oh no, yeah, she pulls away the
1: mask, and
2: which is a real life
1: away. thing. The past couple years, right? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Meet people, everyone's got a mask on. You don't really know what they look like under there.
1: But I'm not expecting fucking uh, urban legend. Which you you don't know for sure. Ear to ear to fucking eat my face off or whatever. Any final thoughts you guys got?
2: No. My final thought is that uh, Japanese tourism, the country's opening back up again next Tuesday so I can finally replan my trip to Japan.
1: So you'll be there next Tuesday? Very if, excited. People can find you. If any necrolisten want to nec- find you in Tokyo, <laughs> yeah. you'll be there next Tuesday? <laughs> Not next Tuesday. But you all have a mask on, Sometime of course. Sometimes so. it'll hide your face. That's right. All right.
0: We'll Do it live! Fuck it! Do it live!
1: Thanks, Bill. Yeah, we're going to this one live. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh boy, there's a lot of names to read tonight. So, uh, these new patron shout outs, new patron shout outs. Nice. Yes. Here we go. It's good stuff. You know, also, I'm craving very badly an English muffin right now. I'm going to go home and have an English muffin. I really, think. yeah. I don't know why that's what I need. Not a
2: crumpet, an English muffin.
1: No, we know. were
2: roundly rejected and corrected by suggesting you dump uh, dunk your crumpet into your tea. Apparently that's
1: not what you do. <laughs> Apologies. <laughs> You know, beat us in a war and then we'll, <laughs> you know, we'll eat it the way you want us to eat it. We don't have fucking crumpets over here. We have scones. Scones are delicious. I like
2: scones. A lot of butter, right? That's A lot what of we were butter. Told. No
1: dunking, a lot of butter. On a crumpet.
2: On a crumpet. Yeah.
1: That sounds awesome. That sounds better than the way we described it. Of course it does, yeah. Yeah. I like my English muffins with a lot of butter, but I don't dunk them in anything. Just eat them. Yeah, just eat them. Why would you dunk them? Just butter. I don't like jelly or... Anything else? Butter. A lot of butter. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that's, that's what Mike now a pod's having tonight. Anyways. Oh, boy. New patron shout outs. Thank you very much to Jesse Woodcock, Sadie Mays, Goddess, Max Logan, Kaylin Suda Dodson, Dez, Corey, Gypsy Princess, Cameron Harper, Kate1327. Bible Babble with special guest host Mrs. Hildebrand and Country Mike. Hello, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine that (laughs) debate? Tony Fenley, Nate Murphy, April Lang, Jonathan Watkins, Brittany Lee, Silvestri Cantu, Laura Hart, Katie Rokow, Brianna Webb, Chloe Cataclysm, Andrea Peters, Jacob Sloan, Henry Biscato, Amber Dunn, Amber D, Kaylee Temple, Declan's union rep. Fuck out of here. No, (laughs) he's not allowed to unionize. We'll fire his ass. He does not have those rights. Fuck you. (laughs) Steve Dibkowski, Cynthia Brown, Harley, Shauna Kapiuk, Heather Crawford. Mothman's Cucky, Grizzle Baird, Macy Boning, Donnie. If you go
2: to Mike's dorm, you you might. Macy Boning.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Did you. Was that yours? (laughs) No. I think that's someone's real name. (laughs) Well, then I apologize to her. (laughs) Donnie Saley, Corrine P. Marcella Kryka, Jake Bassett, Ian Namibod, Alicia Crowell, Carolyn Young, Berkeley Sauer, HS, Brittany Kendall, Hannah Roy. I made a new email because I never got a shout out. Mel Haley, Alyssa. What? What? It's nothing. Oh, you're over there shaking your head. <laughs> Alyssa Rising. Hoof Hearted, Michael Tyree, Kerrigan, Larry Flint's Pet Beaver. Love that guy. <laughs> Danae 1017, Giovanna Vonna Curry, Christina Waters, Josh Abernathy, Colonel Putang, commander of the 7th Clitoris Brigade. <laughs> <laughs> well, clearly, that doesn't exist. <laughs> D run it. Grace Stenvers, Rita, Rita McSkinnon, Turd Ferguson, John Rennie, Matthew Perrin, Ashley Martinez, Nicola Taylor, Mike's pepperoni nips. The fuck does that mean?
2: Like, you have big, wide, round areolas that they look like pepperonis? <laughs> I feel
1: like they're very average. Okay. I just don't want them touched. And maybe people don't like that. Oh, I don't even like talking about it. Oh, <laughs> Oscar Chavez, Willem, Danielle Lukic, look, Lukish, Junior, Lori Mason, Jimmy Egas, Casey Yo, Okipacho, Lazy Viking Nine. Preston, Sabrina Nelson, Colonel Indiana Longnuts, reminds me of Larry Longnuts, <laughs> Curb Your Enthusiasm, <laughs> hey, Larry Longnuts, Nicole, Melissa Costanzo, hang with me folks, we're halfway through, Kira Dunbar, Grace, Stephanie, Rachel Holt, Brandon W. Quinn, Barry McCockiner, how many times have I fucking <laughs> read that name? Is this same guy quitting and signing back up? Oh, no. no, no. <laughs> Melissa Meany, Brian Wilson, Jamie Kashersky, Jessica, Blue Chew Gumball Machine? That's a fucking idea. right now. Put that outside the fucking Giant Eagle. <laughs> Do you guys. Were, I'm going to take a timeout because this is fucking long. <laughs> no, no, no. Do you guys remember, Dave was about to mute us, <laughs> outside the Giant Eagles, so you used to have like the little machines and like you can collect like the little football helmets? Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. yeah. So I was big into that as a kid. I had every yeah. team. Like we used to go around town with like my 50 cents, like putting them in, getting them, getting them, getting them.
0: Anyways, that was a good time. I, I mean, I was a big fan of them too. You know?
1: Yeah. So then what I used to do is I'd collect them all as a kid and then- I'd put the helmets together. Like I would take them out of the little egg, whatever gimmick Mm -hmm. and put them together, get all the teams. And then I would, I would match them up against each other. And the way you would do it is you would spin them. And whichever one landed like right side up was the winner and would advance. And like, I would do like little playoffs. That's cool stuff. So I didn't get laid, but (laughs) clearly (laughs) (laughs) anyways, that's what I did. It was weird times. But a blue shoe gumball machine <laughs> yeah. on top of my NFL playoffs. Oh,
0: so you're tired your the whole time it's happening. Ooh,
1: put the Browns helmet on top. <laughs> you know my throbbing cock. <laughs> Anywho, you, your Hulk Hogan doll, <laughs> <laughs> brother. Look at that cock, brother.
2: Ooh yeah,
1: <laughs> dig it. Tiffany Farmer, <laughs> John Hickey. Hannah Swanson, Dylan McDonald, Billy Lee, Jacob Summers, Joey Barrera, Gina Bob in a Mike Suck My <laughs> I
0: remember seeing that one a couple days ago. Uh, <laughs> <"What?">
1: <laughs> <laughs> Two Augies, a firefighter and a therapist. Now that's, a, that's a show I'd watch. Mayor of TD City. Do we have a mayor listening to us? Can you imagine a fucking mayor running a town and he's got us playing in the background, like before he goes to like a city council meeting? Can you play like a necro incantation
2: for the <laughs> town prayer before the meetings start?
1: <laughs> Blair, Thomas, Frankie Smith, Nico, Mistress Calopi, Barbara Bush. Hey, thanks. Kirsten, Mike's with Beavers. Thank you all very much. We're at patreon.com slash necronalpod. If anyone's still listening at this point, I appreciate it because that was 115 fucking names. Uh, Ian, what do you got?
0: For iTunes, I have one for Tiffy Olivia 2012, Blue Rose Marcella, Krusty Come on Your Socks, <laughs> <laughs> Smash, Smashly Nicole, Rendolyn L, Amanda 2040, Jay Torres, bitch. Cracker Carl.
1: I guess he's a white guy.
0: <laughs> uh, and Antonic33. Thank you guys for the awesome reviews. Dave, what do you got? On the foreign iTunes review front,
2: I have one for Shauna Kapiek from Canada. Girl Racer227 from Australia. Jessica Zucca from Australia. Sea Dog 1973 from Canada. Callus 13 from Canada. Thank you so much for the shout outs or for the reviews. Excuse
1: me. International reviews. International reviews. And I think we have a good amount of uh, some uh, military shout got outs. Some military
2: shout outs. I've got Ian Flores from the Air Force. John West, uh, Army vet, Desert Storm. Clint Barnett, Naval Submarine Force. Ashley, who's a heavy construction mechanic in the Army. Sam Bodnick active duty army 82nd air brigade brad who is danny's dad was an army vet and victoria
1: elizabeth uh, just got out of the navy thank you guys so much for your service thank you good stuff we are on twitter facebook instagram youtube at necronomapod amazon.com search necronomapod for all of our merch necronomapod.com is our website and patreon.com uh search necronomapod for all of our bonus content did you
2: want to do a shout out for your hashtag history uh podcast appearance the last week mike
1: i did have a good time hanging out yeah with those did uh, you girls i yeah. have
2: not listened to that yet i, oh, I thanks, assume pal. it
1: came out good <laughs> no, you're a real swell guy man. i listened to it thanks ian <laughs> uh, no, I had a good time with them. They asked me to be on. They were doing an entire series with guest hosts. Mm. And I did not know until I joined them that I was the season finale. Wow, look at you, fancy pants. That was a lot of pressure. Fancy
2: pants McGee, huh? <laughs> yeah.
1: So uh the guest host with the most. Yeah, I hope so. Um we discussed uh the assassination of President William McKinley and uh had a good conversation, had a fun time with them, and uh, you know. William McKinley, a hometown hero almost. Yeah. He, he's yeah. buried 40 minutes from us. He's from Canton, Ohio. I went out and uh, saw his gravesite, and his, uh, it was the first ever presidential library I've ever been to. Yeah. Really cool. Well, I like presidents that don't get assassinated,
2: so I'm not sure he's much of a hero. But okay. <laughs> there you go. <laughs>
1: so then we are out with him. Between him and Garfield, we lose. Uh, uh, Ohio second most uh, presidents in uh, U.S. history, eight, only behind Virginia. How about that? And I think they have maybe ten. I can't remember. It's up for them to keep count. I'm not fucking keeping their score. But yes, I, I had a good time with hashtag history. Good stuff. Episode is available on their. Um, podcast feed, hashtag history of uh all the podcast platforms. So. I,
2: I saw you posted the the story on Twitter, and someone commented at, and asked if their husband sat in a corner and watched. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe oh <my> the funniest <laughs> fucking comment I've seen in a long time. I was laughing out loud.
1: Um, <laughs> it was on Zoom, so no, there was no oh. town foolery. But whoever, whoever commented that here. Fantastic. Yes. But as soon, soon as I out, saw
0: some of those comments, I'm like, this is why we can't have anything nice.
1: I think I texted you guys I was like, what what environment do we create? Here? Like, this is on us. This uh, is this is entirely not their fault. Perfect. They have a fantastic show. And then we, we create these, you know, these comments in the show. And it's, uh, <laughs> it is what it is. Anyways, I hope people check it out and like it. It was fun for me to do. And- it was really good. Thank you. I'll let you know if it's good I, when I get to it. Ah, like, oh, this was the shit. <laughs> Fucking awful. Could have been so much better. And, you know, maybe by the end of the year, we'll get some necro mic history in there. One more yeah. show. One more, man, one more topic by the end of the year. Really? We'll see. How about that? We'll see where that can slide in. If I get my own college days. I can just slide it on in. <laughs>
0: All right, you guys ready for a cool down beer?
1: Cheers.